So you know like the first episode of a TV show that you love. They call it the pilot, right? You know, the shows that I love, the pilot episode is like, eh, compared to the rest of the show. So, that's why I call this the pilot. Seriously, like, this is the first episode of something great. And this is probably going to sound a lot looser than the other episodes that you're listening to. It's my first go, so I don't give a fuck. Let's go. Getting past me, so I'm talking shit to the mirror like come at me, bro. I know I've been my biggest critic, but that new Mr. Double Up shit, I'm fucking with it. Go downhill with no brakes on, full speed and I'm smashing. Turned up with the bass on blast, match up through traffic. That's how I'm paid with my own lane. Rocky dropping that propane mixed with double up lyrical flame. This shit's fixing a blow, man. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the first episode of Vision and Grind. My name is Double Up and we are here. Man, this is a long time coming. And I'm just going to rock with you guys, man. Whatever comes to my mind, I'm going to just give it to you. So, Vision and Grind, this is it. This is the podcast. And I want this, so I was juggling this in my head and trying to figure out where to go with this. And I didn't want this to be just a straight up fitness podcast. Just me sitting up here giving you um, science and industry jargon, you know, and just like I don't want it to be boring like that. So I wanted to go beyond physical fitness, mental fitness. So I also want to tap into the mindset that it takes. But listen, I I just want to go beyond fitness. What I'm thinking with this podcast is I wanted to create a platform. Number one, a platform for me, because this is therapeutic just to be able to talk and get this shit off my chest. Um, But it's also a platform for like visionaries, people who have created things that nobody else would have thought about. You know what I mean? And that's what I want this podcast to be is like a space for that a space where you can hear stories about people who took an idea and and created something amazing and how this relates to fitness in the world of consistency persistence right failure recovery like all these things come across they, they, they cross between like fitness and, and business. So that's where I would just kind of want to open this up. And it might go against conventional thinking to not niche down and have like a podcast about fitness. But look, I just, I got this idea and I'm going to run with it, y'all. So what vision and grind is, it's fitness, mindset, lifestyle, culture. You know what I mean? Like. I want to wrap it all up and I want to bring in people 
to tell their stories. I want to educate people in all levels. And this is where it starts. So in the interest of telling stories, I figured I'd take this first episode to tell you my story. And to give you a little insight about why I chose the name Vision and Grind. So I'm, I'm going to just jump right into that because, you know, it's funny, especially in contemporary times right now, like people really have a problem with the word grind. And I get it because it, it in some people's head it's synonymous with like no sleep gang or uh, generally sacrificing your physical or mental health for accomplishment and that could that could be what it means to you right but for me grind means something different to me grinding is literally synonymous for work ethic because when i was coming up man my pops i love my pops to death but he used to call me lazy and so in my head i always associated failure with laziness and so it's not that i have to bring on busyness but i take pride in my work ethic in my grind so let's just get that out of the way grinding (laughs) you know when you're on the grind you still gotta rest if you want to perform optimally in whatever it is if you're in you know if you're on your gym grind you still have to rest in order for it to be effective your business grind you are not going to be able to, to perform optimally if you don't recover that you see how like what i was saying it goes across boundaries here so that's what i mean by grind it's not a sacrifice of physical or mental or spiritual or emotional health it's not a sacrifice it's literally just a word that represents work ethic but it means more to me because when i was listen i've been an entrepreneur in my head since i was like five you can ask my family you can ask my brother we used to come up with little businesses and and like at one point we created these different video game companies and console it's all like little kid makeup shit but like that's where it came from and my first official business, like paperwork LLC, was called All Grind Entertainment. All Grind Entertainment, and that was my <laughs> that was my first step into entrepreneurship. It was music. So, look, look, y'all, if y'all gonna judge me, just do it. <laughs> but my first, like, what do you want to do with your life? Serious answer was, I want to be a rapper like that was my mission but again going back to the the concept of grind even at that age this was like 1999 so i had to be 16 17 something like that Um, but that was the declaration that i made but i understood at that age even that you can't have things if you don't do things to get them so you can't just sit up here and call yourself a rapper and then oh you freestyle at some parties then you gotta understand like this is the late 90s as a young black male that seemed like the most glamorous option 
that seems like something where you would be like you know it's like a movie star type thing like if, when you're young you wanted to be a movie star we wanted to be rappers that was it and we understood that it took a skill set to be a rapper like you couldn't just call yourself that like you had to be able to um put them words together and do it well and so i took it a step further and i said look you can't call yourself anything without having the action to back that up and more specifically you can't call yourself a profession if you're not making money off of it it's just a hobby which is fine you can you can have hobbies you should have hobbies but the thing is you can't call yourself specifically call yourself a rapper if you are not producing music okay so i understood that it's you know 17 18 19 and i got a cool story i'll tell y'all another time about how we got the music equipment like that's bananas uh, i should bring my boy on and um actually tell y'all that story but look the idea was and this has always been something that i've i've stuck with my entire life was like i have to do it differently i cannot do what everybody else is doing so you got to imagine okay what what does that mean okay first thing is their music sound like this mine's gonna sound like this and i i did what was called grind music it was like it's literally music to go hustle to um and and hustling for y'all that don't really pick up my vernacular is drug dealing <laughs> like you hustling that's that's what i'm talking about right now so uh that was actually dealing and and doing drugs was the downfall of that because i felt i had the potential and i had the work ethic but i also did dumb shit which i mean for a early teenager um or a person in a you know early 20s late teenager early 20s like that was par for the course so anyway that was my first company though as a as a artist and it's so crazy when i look back i felt the need in the interest of work ethic and this is where it becomes problematic i felt the need to do everything so i was the artist i was the uh, producer i was the marketing director I was the graphic design, like I did everything, the engineer even, like I did everything. Um, and I thought that was as well a different way to paint myself. It's like I'm that person who can, I can touch everything. And I, I put in the work. I learned all the software, even like this podcast right here, like I know how to record and edit and, and cut out certain things. Um, to make it sound seamless i also know how to speak into the microphone so that's why you're still listening to this but you know at that time what was just so mind-blowing was like this was before the technology this was before social media so how did we get out and look we was making money bro like we was making money but for context i mean we was making money for 20 year olds in denver you know what I mean? Like it wasn't, it wasn't millions. It's a couple grand, five, six figures, probably five. I mean, if you think about it in the context of a year, maybe six. But like we was, we was making money, and just partying and shit. Um, and I remember 
what one of the coolest things like how the game shifted i remember when myspace uh dropped when myspace dropped because i've always been and i try to still to this day to kind of be the first one to jump into social media platforms i don't know where that came from i just i see it and and you know what i think it is i think it is me being territorial in claiming my username at mr double up i've had that on every platform you can't have that that's mine on every platform and so i think that's why i just jump in first like i just jumped in twitter um tiktok when it was musically just claim my my hat uh my handle um obviously facebook instagram anyway i digress myspace had just started jumping off and we we thought look i did the dm marketing and that shit worked back then do you know how many fans we picked up across the world between myspace and napster in their p2p like chat rooms and just send people music and shit like yo shit was bananas so i'm telling you this and you might be thinking to yourself well what happened so like i told you i was doing i was making dope boy music doing dope boy shit and i got busted so in 2007 i spent the between 2007 and 2013 in the halfway house which is the irony in that is i got my college degree in the halfway house i got my ged and my college degree in the halfway house started in film school in the halfway house um but i gave up the music thing because it's like number one they told me like yo you can't do that you can't have a um company and be in here like you have to have a w-2 you gotta have a job so i had to quit i had to play by their rules after 2013 i came out a little refreshed and you know because the halfway house they, they do things to your head the the criminal justice system if you ever get involved in the system it does things to your head like you're gonna be like you're gonna be a different person so i came out different person different vision so check it out my next company that i created was called double vision media this is double up double vision and by that time i had completed film school broadcasting school and was working on my actually my bachelor's degree in mass communication so you see like the contrast in that so my thought was okay i want to start a media company double vision media so this is the world of mistakes <laughs> like grown-up mistakes like i just i did a lot of shit that you know took out credit uh a lot of horse before the is it cart before the horse horse before the i don't know i did it backwards whatever the saying is i did it backwards and that was like the the demise of that and so that company never really had a vision ironically when i was doing my music i had the vision the vision was i wanted to create music that crossed boundaries and i did a lot of i did an edm album <laughs> like look it up audio side i did an edm album as it uh ep and i got a lot of love worldwide dig me like when i'm telling you like i am the reason that i am not well known for music cool i might jump back into that at some point i'm loving what i got here it's cool but anyway so double vision this is bad from the jumps bad business 
took out a lot of loans trying to do goofy shit. Um, it was just aimless. It's just, man, as I'm saying it, it's like the irony is just dumb. Um, so I let that company fold. All Ground Entertainment, um, I had to. And it's funny, All Ground Entertainment, when I formed that, I just, there was an ad in the back of the Source magazine that was like, how to form a record label. And they suggested incorporating in Delaware. So All Grind Entertainment, I incorporated in Delaware. Double Vision Media, I incorporated in Florida. You know, you want to know why? Ask a CPA. I have no idea. I just had somebody do that for me. Um, I, look, I gave you the topics of this show. You didn't hear me say business. That is not my area of expertise. I defer to the experts on that one. So look, we're coming up on the pandemic right before that was when I started having them financial problems and so not being able to keep up with the taxes on double vision media I just shut it down it's like fuck that's the LLC what are you gonna do um and it went under and good riddance you know what I mean like I just didn't have the vision for it I just was like I got to do something. Like I said, the halfway house will condition you and it conditioned me to an employee mindset. And so leaving the halfway house, my goal was to get a job. Like I wanted to work in radio and I did and it sucked. Like that's not what God put me here for. So, you know, fast forward into the pandemic. I just had this epiphany. God gave me this download vision and grind. So it takes the best of both worlds and puts them together the best of of my worlds where i was the young hustler with the grind and the more mature because double vision taught me that lesson that the vision needs to be clear and expressed often in order to come true you gotta talk about it every day the, the mindset things that i developed and what I've learned from my failure with vision and grind was, or I'm sorry, my, what I learned from my failure with double vision media was invaluable. And I'm applying it right now to vision and grind. So fast forward, vision and grind. Fitness is the foundation, but it's just a, a, a kickoff point. I got into fitness in 2012. That was one of the things that I uh, picked up when... I was in the halfway house and it was like career what are you gonna do and just a little side note like when i thought because my case i was facing 20 years and when i thought i was gonna face what was gonna get 20 years in the pen like i was just like i gotta start working out i'm gonna get my ass whooped in jail so that's when i just started working out and all through trying to figure out the radio shit and the acting and what am i gonna do with this music and all that my my wife who was then my my girlfriend and fiance she was like why do you, don't you pick this up as a career? So that's where fitness came and it was always in the background. But my mom, she was a um, fitness instructor for years. Like I saw it growing up. So it was just something that I've always had as a foundation. And I wanted to make that the foundation of vision and grind. But it gets so much bigger because when you take care of yourself, you can perform at the highest level with at anything 
I don't care if it's your profession. I don't care if it's your relationships, like taking care of yourself and your body and your mind allows you to operate at such higher levels at everything else in life. Good Lord. So I made that the message and I just I, I get so I get just such a level of fulfillment seeing people make that transformation from whatever it is it doesn't have to be physical and that's why i love this this platform for vision and grind because in fitness you have to have an idea of what you want in order to get there like you can't like that was my problem with double uh double vision media i didn't know what i wanted for real so that when i set sail we didn't have any direction that's why i always say gps you know what I'm saying? Goals planned strategically. That's your GPS. Because now you, you know exactly where you're going. You have it right in front of you. Your navigation. Anyway, so that is the foundation of vision and grind. But check this out. I actually, it is how I live my life. I have this concept behind vision and grind you see it's my belief that there's really three types of people in this world there's people with vision and no grind now people with vision and no grind those people make the best employees and it's not knocking employees at all it's just saying that people who have vision and no grind and i say grind to being work ethic and I'm not, listen, I gotta, I know I have to be very clear with how I say this. When I say no work ethic, I'm talking about in the pursuit of your vision. So for people with vision and no grind, they understand, they have, they may have things that they want to see happen, creations that they want to create. But when they get wind of the work that needs to go into it, they put it on the shelf, they put it on the back burner. And stick with something that's a little more comfortable, a little more routine, a little more predictable. And those are your people with vision and no grind. They they do what needs to be done, and then they go to their life. Like they don't like they want that separation. They don't want anything bigger than comfort. And that's cool. If that's your thing. That ain't my thing, but if that's your thing. Then you got people with grind and no vision. And these people make the best sales associates, right? Like you can tell, you can put them in a situation and all they need is like a list of phone numbers in a phone and they'll make money. But they have no idea what to sell. You got to tell them what to sell. You've got to give them the product. They're not going to come up with that shit on their own, but they'll work their ass off to get it sold they don't even have to believe in the thing they just they work their ass off to get it sold and like i said they there's nothing wrong with that either in fact those people are are so ambitious when they find something not create something but find something that can help them produce the life that they want their vision is more about, you know, their life. Then you've got people with both. 
vision and grind the gift and the curse I'm one of those type of people like I told you in my story I will create things in my head like this podcast like my music I will create things that nobody's brain can fathom just because it's a hodgepodge of things that I've experienced like that's my ideas and creations it comes from me you know had these experiences then I understand the work that's going to need to be put in to make it happen and I personally feel the need to do it now if you can relate to that you know what I'm talking about I think a lot of people who have seen success on the highest levels are those who let's call them visionary hustlers people who have ideas and will not sit around and wait for other people to go make it happen now i'm not saying these are people who don't accept help and and then it's just like they set the tone and the pace while also having the vision of where we're going some of these people are rare you know what i'm saying and they're, they're, they're the ones they're the ones that'll come up with the idea we're the ones that'll come up with the idea and then feel the need to execute it on our own <laughs> and then we we go and then you know you got people looking at us like like what is up with this person like why is they don't stop gifting the curse now here's a cool thing I want to make this space somewhere where you can hear stories from other people who have created things from their mind and their vision and turned it into something phenomenal. This is vision and grind. I want to thank y'all for taking time to listen. I promise this is going to expand. It's going to be. This is like you're going to come back to this episode and be like, yo, this man has come a long way from this shit. <laughs> but look, this is one of those things where I've been stalling and, and holding out doing this because I I had this thought in my head that like nobody wants to hear what I got to say. And that may or may not be true, but that ain't going to stop me from saying it. Peace out, y'all. Let's go.